0: Entrepreneurs on the moon. shape the last for a better tomorrow.
2: What's going on, my name is Steven Knight. And you're listening to the Stephen Knight stuff. Mm-hmm. I know we broke
0: the heart, it's Rolling like you You know I'm coming over to make sure mm-hmm. You don't have to wait. I'm a savior, I'm a superman. you know Girl, I'm on my way.
2: Good evening welcome to the Stephen Knight Show We're here on EOTM Radio. First, I want to wish you all a happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and thank you for uh, your support and joining us tonight. As always, we'll be discussing the latest in the entertainment news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. Now, tonight we welcome the Takers from Bravo's hit reality show, Thicker Than Water. The entire family will uh, join us, and you definitely don't want to miss that. They're going to talk about their first season and uh, all that took place. I definitely look forward to talking to them. We want you to be part of the discussion, so call up your questions and comments. The number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. You can also join us in chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. But first, Ms. Parker, how are you doing tonight?
3: I'm okay. I um, went out and I took the morning off, went out and did some volunteer work, and I ran saw, an ms 5 yeah. k Um, But, you know, it's like 30 degrees out there, so I think that I'm a little bit back under the weather from being out there for four hours. But, uh, you know, I I posted on Instagram how cold it was, but Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that they went through a whole lot more than, than, you know, experiencing four hours of cold. When they uh, exactly, yeah. fought for our freedom, when Dr. King and, and others fought for our freedom, so it was well worth it. I have a, a horrible yeah. headache and my nose is running, but I'm okay. <laughs> oh no, oh no! Yeah,
2: you just you just uh, recovered from the cold, so hopefully. Yeah, I mean, get the, the weather coming.
3: is 68 today. It's supposed to be seven, uh, 20, 37 tomorrow. So it's just
4: yeah. it's just
3: back and forth, and um, and being out there for so long. I was out there from like. Uh, 8 until 11, so, you know, I think that, um, you know, the cold got to me because I was just getting over it, but it's okay. I had a, I had a great experience. It was
4: yeah.
1: probably
3: three or 4,000 people out there. Um,
5: wow, wow.
3: Formed uh, 3D, uh, a group that's in Atlanta, started last year. Um, mm-hmm. They were awesome. I think you saw them perform once with me. They performed yeah. at the um, they had another singer there entertaining the crowd. They had bands um along the um the the trail as we ran so at different points that dif- a different band would play. Um okay. to kind of keep the crowd encouraged and keep the, the runners, you know, motivated. So it was it was an amazing experience. I actually saw one of our own coworker, Marcus Black, he was there with his son. Um, it, was he was good, okay. um, uh-huh. it was a great experience.
2: It was. It was. I'm sure it was. It sounded like a great one. Uh, And I saw your pictures you posted. You still looking nice and trim, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of you to say. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, I posted uh, the I have a dream speech on my Facebook page because I think that you know some people do forget, you know what 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 he fought for the you know equality and for all people to get along together. You know, I mean not just for uh, black rights but for civil rights from. You know, all all races. So, you know, and we are seeing a lot of changes, obviously, and hopefully we'll just continue to to live the dream that he that he saw that he saw. Yeah.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. And I think it's important that we move forward, not only, it's not just a one-day thing. I think it's important that we right. keep in mind that we, um, you know, Dr. King, what King was about service to your community. So uh, if you can uh-huh. go out once a month, once every other month, do some volunteer work, serve people, that's what he was about. So definitely make Absolutely. sure you implement, implement that value into your life and, um, and, and, and definitely share it with the community.
2: And tell them, them, Miss Parker, tell them about the uh, Open Hand where we we volunteer sometimes. I know that you put me on because I know they're always looking for volunteers on the weekend, uh, primarily. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, Open Hand is a is a is a charity uh, um, that provides food, packaged, pre pre cooked, um, healthy meals for senior citizens, people who are still sick and shut in, um, Mm -hmm. people who have um, different dietary needs. To In order for their illness to um, get better, they may, they may have to eat certain things that they can't afford to. Um, and it's usually people who are low income um, mm-hmm. that qualify for these programs. And so your doctor or your, your church community pastor may refer you to the program and the program evaluate your situation and then, you know, add you to their list. Um, right, and it's yeah. a program that is 20, 24 hours seven-days-a-week operation, um, they, they most need drivers um, to deliver the food on weekends and holidays, and, and I know during the holidays their needs are greater. Um, mm-hmm. So usually, what we usually do is we drive around and we have, they give us a route and maybe 20 people, and we'll drop off meals for that day and the next day if that's what they qualify for. So certain people qualify for meals every day, certain people qualify for meals every other day. So whatever mm-hmm. the situation is. You're provided with a route, but they also need people to package the food. Um, the food is made there. I think they have uh, the dietitians and chefs that make the food, so not necessarily be cooking anything, but packaging up the different meals that um, someone have. If someone is you know diabetic, they made their, their meals maybe you know chicken breast and veggies. So you package that up into um, into their uh, a warm you know Tupperware type thing that they give you, and then you know the delivery drivers volunteers pick that up. So it's great as well. I know today another program called um Hens, I, I can't remember the name now we posted they do um they had a day of service where people sign up and they did different charity events all, all over the all over the state of Georgia including picking up trash I know that mm-hmm. um, trying to revamp the MLK um uh road MLK, MLK Avenue um In Georgia, not just Georgia. I read a story that is supposed to be a a nationwide thing that um, because all the MLKs are located in very poor neighborhoods and very violent neighborhoods. So I guess that that, um, you know the mayor of Atlanta has pledged to try to clean up the MLK uh, in Georgia, Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, and and try to make it a better street and, and make that area a safer area for people who live there. So. I'm excited about what's going on, but you can always look up different things that's going on in your community. It doesn't matter if large, a large, large, um, large uh, charity. It could be something that, you know, your church does or just that you can even put together and do it yourself. So there's always Let's an opportunity to have someone.
2: I agree. I agree. Well said, well said. On that note, she Adam, how you all doing? Doing good.
5: Hello, hello, hello.
2: Happy MLK Day. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Hello,
2: guys. Hey, hey Miss Parker. Hey. <laughs> so, So, uh, Adam, uh, what, what did you see over the weekend?
6: I saw Dallas Buyers Club, uh, which is a movie starring Matthew McConaughey and Jared Leto as kind of the main characters. And this movie, just kind of a preface, they both already won SAG Awards for their roles in the movie, uh, just to give you a heads up. And it's a... Kind of, it's a biographical drama about uh, Wood, Ron Woodruff, this Texan in the 80s. He's kind of homophobic. He's kind of racist, uh, and he gets diagnosed with AIDS, and so uh, looking for an answer, looking for some medication, um, he tries something that just got approved in the United States, and you know, during the 80s, this was kind of when the whole AIDS epidemic was coming on, and there was a lot of, it was always in the news and in the media, so he couldn't find uh, an answer in the U.S., so he starts to smuggle um, unapproved, FDA unapproved drugs from Mexico and starts this whole buyer's club where these uh, other kind of patients can come and pick up this um, unapproved medication, and tells his story and how he goes along and kind of fights the system. Really good performance by Matthew McConaughey. He really knocked it out of the park. You If you didn't know who he was and you watched the movie, you would have it would have been a surprise, because he just transformed himself into the role really well, as did Jared Leto, who plays a transgender person in the movie, and mm-hmm. again, knocked out of the park. If you didn't know it was Jared Leto, then you would have never known it was him. So, um, highly recommend it. You know, it's great. It's a great drama. It kind of gets you in, involved, and it kind of makes you think about that time period. You know, I was definitely a baby, so I don't know anything about that time period, but um, yeah, it, it was really good um, for your going out option. And then staying in, I kind of uh, harking back to the 80s, but I'm taking it a different route. I watched Oliver Stone's classic Wall Street again. And uh, for those who don't know, it's the uh, Charlie Sheen, Michael Douglas movie about uh, stockbrokers in the 80s and kind of the power struggle and uh, all their illicit dealings. And it's more, it's more, you know, more than that but most people know the movie. If not, you should definitely watch it. Uh, it's a great kind of other end of the spectrum in the 80s of what was going on. So those were my reviews.
2: And Adam, did you do did you do some shooting over the weekend?
6: Yeah, yeah. I was filming a little short video. Um, this guy's doing kind of a short film project just to make the things. And the role I was playing this weekend was a uh, car salesman. And what the premise (laughs) of the story is, is this guy, his girl's giving him an ultimatum. It's him or the car or it's her or the car. So, you know, uh, yeah. And it's a tough decision because he really loves them both. Uh, So, you know, I'm, I'm the guy that's kind of selling him or buying the car from him, kind of breaking his heart with the price I'm giving him and all that stuff. So said it should be done. Actually, the guy's doing a really quick job. So, Probably by next week, hopefully, we'll have something out, and I'll let you
5: know uh, when that comes absolutely. out. Absolutely. absolutely. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. Chica, what's going on with Yes, you. sir. I uh, saw the film Lone Survivor, starring okay. uh, Mark Wahlberg, Ben Foster, and Emile Hurst. And Lone Survivor is the story about a naval SEAL uh, company, that goes out on a special mission to scout for Taliban leaders.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And they actually come across the hideout of a ranking high Taliban leader, and their mission becomes compromised. I don't want to talk about okay. the movie, but the mission becomes compromised, and they have to do dire things to survive. And, of course, the title gives the movie away because there's a lone survivor but the stuff that happens in between is, is, is stuff of legend. This stuff happened pre-9-11. So we're talking 2005. Okay. Um, be, before, I guess, we really felt the severe threat of what terrorism could do in our home. 1995? Community. 2005. Okay. This is, this is so pre-9-11. Okay, okay. So, yeah, it, it's pretty intense. And then if you think about 9/11 and what happened, you know, subsequent, and you look at this movie, it it for me at least it hit a little differently. I, I felt okay. a little differently about you know our military and what they're over there doing.
4: Mm-hmm. And I, and I'll
5: be honest, I I'm one of the ones that say you know you know all peace no war, but sometimes you come across evil people and they need to be policed, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, okay. Now yeah. I know they announced the. Um, the Oscar nominees. Any surprise between you and Adam?
5: I'm personally surprised that the Butler was shut out. Yeah, completely. It, it, that was that was a heavy piece of art. But yeah, that's yeah. the thing yeah. that shocked me. Yeah,
6: uh, I agree. They,
5: uh, go ahead.
6: There was a lot yeah. of the, you know the Best Picture categories up to ten that they've done doing for the past few years, so. I guess maybe there was just a lot more coming out, or you know, it was a crowded field. But, um, yeah, there was a couple of surprises, but um, also a couple ones that were expected. Uh, you know, 12 Years a Slave, American Hustle, Captain mm-hmm. Phillips, I haven't seen it. I've heard great things, uh, but Chica, I don't know if you saw it. Would you call it a Best Picture nominee, or you think that was... Uh, an- they added. I,
5: I did, I did see it. I would give it more to Tom Hanks for his performance, not picture.
6: Okay, yeah, and that's yeah. what I was thinking too. Because everyone said Tom Hanks, you know, did great, but um, yeah, very interesting choice in that one, uh, and a couple other ones.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah,
2: yeah. Now I was telling you on before we uh, went live that I saw Cloud Atlas today. That movie is weird. It's very good, but it's weird. Did you, did you, have you all seen that movie?
5: Yeah, I, I've seen it.
2: Well, Tom Hanks and Holly Berry and the whole – you said you did see a chicken?
5: I did. Uh, my, okay. my question is, what did, what did you get from it when it was over? i got that we're all connected in some way, uh, uh-huh. and, it, and, it, and it does not
2: matter if you are living, if you were alive during the same time period, but then we're all connected. And so, and we all what we do impacts the future that's to come. What'd yeah. you get?
5: I I got that there is reincarnation, and that our spirits, the spirits that are connected to one another, will always be connected to one another, no matter
4: yeah.
5: which lifetime or transcend we're it going. Mm-hmm. It's always going to connect. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that was that was, a, that was a weird movie, very weird movie. Tom Hanks, Berry, some others in there, uh, Susan Sarandon. I mean, they had, a, they had a great cast. It was just, it
4: was
5: just crazy. Yeah, I actually, I think I reviewed that and I gave it a thumbs up just simply okay. because of how it was written, you know, just, yeah. just the way that, you know, it, it makes you think.
2: It really does. It really does. It makes you and you think.
5: get caught up in individual stories.
2: You know, yeah. know, so going on. So much going on. Now, yes. I just
5: wanted to shut
2: the movie off because it was a good movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else, guys?
5: Um, I just want to say before we go, you know, we're on EOTM radio and we're on Blog Talk radio, but we are now also on Local Talent Connect.
2: Absolutely, so, yes.
5: Please. Top, top uh, and, and it's, this goes for any artist out there who's trying to network and grow and build and you know, reach out to the world, basically. Log on to Local Talent Connect, www.localtalentconnect.com, and sign up. You'll, you'll sign be amazed up. at the resources of people that you come in contact with. Absolutely. I agree. Totally agree. Totally agree.
2: All right, chicken. have a great week. Thanks, as always. All right, thanks a lot. Thank you, brother. All Aaron, right. A-Rod, is going down February 2nd. Seahawks
7: yes, versus the Broncos. Who's gonna win? Peyton, I already called it. Peyton Manning got it. You got it. I yeah, And yeah. I want to get it. Um, I'm I'm sure that I'm gonna hear some some hate. You know, like yo, you know, the black quarterback. Da 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 da. He needs to get his. For, you know. Uh, yeah. If he if Russell Wilson and the Seahawks win, I'm just as happy. It doesn't matter either way. But me personally, I I think Peyton Manning is the best quarterback in the league. I've said that for a couple of years now, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think his his team is the best team in in the league, and they should win the game. So I heard that. I heard that. I got the Broncos winning. Now speaking of that um, Seahawks game yesterday, did y'all see the um, end of it? I saw the end. Did you see the um, the um, interview afterwards with? Richard Sermon? No, I didn't see the interview.
2: I watched the uh,
7: the fourth quarter. Actually,
2: I went to the store and the clerk asked me. And this is the funny thing: I was walking my dog, listening to the radio, and they said that uh, they're saying how Broncos, um, the Broncos are winning. And then I went to the okay. store and the guy asked me about the game. <laughs> That's why I know Broncos are
7: winning. <laughs> oh, okay. What about the interview? Oh, so you didn't? It's this has been all over. Twitter and Facebook, um, all over it um the news. Um, Richard Sherman, you know mm-hmm. about how the um the uh, post game interview he was kind of ranting out Uh-oh. on uh, Michael Michael Crabtree. The for wa- the I Robert. Been, um, um, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, my my take on that. First of all, I thought it was hilarious. It was great TV. I'm like, this is what live television is all about. I love it, unedited, uncensored, unfiltered, just raw, raw emotion. Um, he was pissed. I'm just gonna say pissed? I'm sorry, yeah. Pastor. I'm sorry, Pastor. Um, from the show tonight. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Pastor Tanker. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. He was very angry. I loved that. I just loved that 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 battle mentality on the field. It was cool. Now other people felt yo he he went too far. He was you know kind of got crazy, little, little nutsy, whatever. Me personally, I thought it was it was it was just fine. So that's my take on that. Um, let's see what else. Serena lost. Serena lost. Wow. Wow. Upset. Yeah, well, I mean, she, yeah. she lost to Anna. I'm going to mispronounce her last name. I have I think that's right. Okay. Anna Ivanovic beat Serena Williams in the Australian Open. So it's over for her for that. Next time that we'll probably see her on the next Grand Slam will be uh, the French Open. All right. Let's see. Moving on. Dennis Rodman has officially checked into rehab Wow! for his, for his alcoholism.
2: Alcoholism? Yeah, okay.
7: Yeah, okay. so Dennis, I wish you all the best. Hope they're able Excellent. to you know, get you back together. Um, C. Sabathia, pitcher New York Yankees, has officially signed with Jay-Z sports agency, Rock Nation Sports. Mm. He is the latest of many well-known athletes to 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 have signed with um, Jay Z, and I would love to get an internship with Jay Z's Rock Nation Sports. So I'm just putting out there. I'm going to try to get that. Please, Jay Z. If, if anybody's listening, please. Brother's trying to go to law school next year. I would love to do an internship <laughs> with, with y'all. You know, let me know. Hit me up. All right. Uh, what else? All right. Um, Shout shout out to um, Jim Caldwell, who is the um, new head coach of the Detroit Lions. Congratulations, Jim! About time, much deserved. Uh, Let's see, Magic Johnson and Alonzo Mourning have have um, teamed up with the White House for um, Obamacare. They're they're actually doing doing public service announcements to. try to get young people, older people, middle, middle-aged people, everyone to um, sign up for the health care. So I thought that was really cool. And the you know, White House is also saying that they're they're um, working on um, getting even more athletes to, to um, join in to help. Okay. Yeah, I that was, yeah, that was really cool. Um did you hear about the football player that um, posted a picture of a weed on his Twitter page? No. Why would yes, you do that? Professional yeah. <laughs> the brother's name Devon Best, wide receiver wow. for the um, Cleveland Browns, yeah. He um wow. you know, he's, you know. He posted it. The um, Browns say that, you know, they're going to investigate see what's up with that. I'm just like, people, please stop posting incriminating stuff on y'all's pages, man. Stop it. Stop it. It's yeah. it's not cool. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. This is silly. And and what's so bad about this 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 brother is that dude is a millionaire. I mean come on dude. Not, wow, yeah. not that it's yeah. not that if 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 you're not rich that it's, um it's not cool either way. But this man has so much to lose so much more as far as money while you know to um, lose I just just it's, it's just just not smart just not smart so um, he has to deal with that good luck bro I think Cleveland might end up cutting you anyway because you really weren't good last season and um, yeah I think that 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 might be their um, reasoning on letting you go anyway and not having to pay you that contract that you signed anyway so too bad so sad too bad so wow. sad uh, the Hawks they they um beat the heat tonight. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead, Hawks. Yeah, Cool. <laughs> and what else is going on, yeah? The NBA is honoring Martin Luther King Day and Black History Month with um nice shirts that you can order at nba.com. They're a really nice shirts, really really cool. Um one- You know,
2: shout out shout out to the NBA Elon, because you know, I follow them on on Instagram. And they huh? changed their profile picture to Martin Luther
7: King's picture today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. the NBA has always been a huge supporter of Dr. King, of um, okay. Martin Luther King Day, of every, like, all the mm-hmm. time, like, every year since since I can re- remember, they've always been big yeah, supporters. So, so, yeah, so wow. thank you, NBA. Thank you very much. And um, that's pretty much it, man. That's, that's all I can really think about as far as sports. So Broncos, yes, Broncos got it. They got it. If, if you want to question me about it, comment about it, um, yell yeah, yeah, at me about it on, on, online, whatever, you can follow me, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Aaron Cosby. And I'm out. I'm out. And Janaris, I'm go, go off. And I can't wait to listen to the Tankers tonight. I know it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, I look forward to that too. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, all right, everyone. Yes, well, have a good week, okay? You too, man. Janae all yours, baby girl. Thank you, Alan. How's
1: it going, my I'm all right. How are you
7: guys doing? How you doing? How are you? I'm all right.
1: I'm all right. What did you guys do today? We're OK.
3: Today was How great. Just the morning off, but we we were on as far as work is concerned. Were you off? I meant to say hi to Aaron, I did But I think I was on mute. So hey, Aaron. Ladies Let me ask you understand. Understand. a part.
2: question. Ladies, let me we'll ask you a question because uh, before Janet you go into your to your uh of all segment. So the question of the day, uh, it was if you went out to eat, if you went out to eat, uh, you know with a friend or whatever, and you saw your best friend's significant other. Out with someone else. What would you do? Go talk to him. Go up there and talk.
1: I would go talk to him because I need to see if uh, you know if he's getting nervous. If, you know, if if this is because it could be a platonic outing. You know, you never know, and, and, and things like that happen all the time. But I right, would yeah. walk up And go see, and I would wait to be introduced. Okay. And I will was, was, I was ascertain from his reaction whether or not this is something that is innocent or not so innocent.
2: Okay, okay. Miss Farr, what would you do?
3: I think I wouldn't make any assumption. I would say hi and, and probably just mention it while we're all together. Hey, you mm-hmm. know, it was good to see you the other day. Like you said, you never know what the situation is. could be a working relationship. It could co-worker, be a co-worker, yeah a worker or a friend or someone so I wouldn't make any assumptions on whether or not, you know, something was going on.
4: Okay.
2: Well we definitely look forward to the listeners, uh, tell us what you would do if you if you what would you do if you went out to and you saw your best friend significant other out with someone else. Tell us on our Facebook page, the Steve the Night Show. All right, Ms. Ferguson as all yours.
4: All right. Well,
1: I have a couple of things for you guys. Um, and I also want to tell you that what's not listed um, is that Victoria's Secret is still having their annual sale. And, of course, it's done running out, so you may want to check it out if you can. Uh, Personal Creations is having a special one-day sale. Um, and actually, I think it's in honor of Valentine's Day. They're giving 30% off of all orders over $49. So um, you may want to hurry up and shop. And I, I told you guys about personal creations a long time ago, but it's basically just a site where you can personalize any item and uh, give it as a gift. It can be a sweater, it can be a robe, it can be um, a cup, a, you know, a photo album, anything. Um, and, and it's it for a really, really, really great gift. I gave uh, one of my close friends um, a monogrammed robe for one year so, she really, really liked that. I and mean, what's well, not very expensive either, but, you know, they're knocking $30 off, off orders over $49. I mean, 30% off of all orders over $49. So that may be something that you guys want to check out. Um, O'Navy is having um, an in-store sale and an online sale. Um, if you're shopping in-store, you can save more because you can get up to 80% off of your purchase. And this is off for clearance items. And if you're shopping online, you can get up to 30% off of your purchase. So, of course, it would be beneficial for you guys to shop um, in the stores versus online because you're saving much, much more. But, you know, I do understand why, you know, how people can't always get out to the stores. So there is the online sale. Um, the limited suit is also having a sale. And, then you can, and if you shop now, you can get 40% off of full-price items in the store and online. Um, And you can also get an additional 50% off of markdowns in-store and online. You just need to use code LONG, uh, well, I'm sorry, L-O-N-G-W-K-N-D if you're shopping online. And you need to hurry up and shop because today is the last day. Hyperline.com is having a sale um, through tomorrow, and um, it's a denim sale, and you can save 25% off of all denim, plus you can save an additional 40% off of Denim that's on sale. So denim that's already marked down. Code so, denim at checkout. Williamsdale is having a five-day weekend sale, and they do this periodically, um, just to I guess get rid of some things. And of course, you know, people are trying to move out stuff for the winter, uh, from the winter, and, and move in stuff for the summer and spring. So you'll find a lot of deals. I went shopping this weekend, and I think the loft i well, will get to that sale, but I was shopping this weekend. They had a lot of great deals in the store. But Pipe, um, but um, um, if you shop their five day weekend, weekend sale, which is today, um, you can save twenty to sixty five percent off of your purchase. Plus, you can get an extra fifteen percent off of your purchase um, if if you're using code Five Day Sale online. Uh, Avenue office, which is their outlet store is um, having a warm-up sale, warm-up to winter sale. And um, you can save 25 to 50% off of your purchase for a total savings of 70%. Uh, Today's last day to shop, shoes.com, during their mystery sale. Um, This is like the sort of fun sale. Basically what they're going to ask you to do is click a button. And um, once you click that button, you'll see whether or not you can save you're going to be saving either 15%, 20%, 20, 25 or thirty percent off of your purchase. So um, that's why they call it their mystery sale because you don't know what you're going to be used, what you're going to be getting. And just remember that shoes.com is an online only store. So um, you know you can take advantage of it. I usually try to log off with different computers to see if they're going to give me anything higher than the you know the lowest uh, percentage off. <laughs> so I log off, lot log back on, log off, log back on, And so I'm happy with what my savings will be. That's just me, <laughs> I'm just like that. As you know, like that. You know, just everybody doesn't have that kind of time on their hands, but that's what I do. Uh, today is the last day to shop Gap. Join um, your weekend sale and save up to 60% on your purchase. And um, one, of, um, one of my favorite stores is going out of business across the country. This is Loman's. I meant to tell you about this last week, but it completely split my mind. Um, Loman's is going out of business, and I'm not sure if you guys know it's it's right in line with uh, Family Basement, which is also of business. Um, but they basically discounted a lot of designer goods, um, and now they are uh, going out of business across the country. So everything must go. Um, as a result, they're you know of course they're having a liquidation sale, and now their items are up to 40% off because they up to 40% off of your purchase. Plus, you can get um, an extra ten uh, percent off of your purchase if you're a If you have a gold or diamond membership, and that's just like a little membership that you have to pay for. Things like twenty-five or thirty dollars, and um, you got exclusive deals and, and things like that. Um, if you don't have one, most likely you're not going to be able to get one, and it's probably not going to be beneficial if you if you bought it now anyway. So, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, the loss. That was that's the loss this weekend. Um, and this used to be Ann Taylor's Law. Now it's called a Law. They um, were having a sale, and you can get an extra 60% off of clearance prices. Um, I mean, they are really slashing prices, and they have a lot of great things to choose from, especially for the office if you're working in a business casual
5: environment, but even,
1: you know, the day-to-day things. Um, you know, I found a nice little tuxedo jacket for, um, you know, city formal attire. It's, they they had a lot of great things on sale. Um, but if you shop there now, you can get sixty uh, percent off, an extra sixty percent off of sale items, which is pretty much unheard of nowadays. Because they mark it down, and then they're giving you an extra sixty percent off of whatever the sale price is. And if you, you know, if you find something with full price, they're giving you an extra, they're giving you forty percent off of full price items. So it's pretty much a win-win for everyone: the lost and, of course, the shopper, you. Um, And last but not least, uh, today is the last day to shop Banana Republic and save 40% off of your purchase. So they are um, basically giving 40% off of everything in the store. That includes uh, markdown items, clearance items. So if you're shopping online, you you just need to use code B R S A B E four zero, and that's pretty much Banana Republic save zero. So B R save four zero.
2: Okay. They can find all that on budgetshopahog.com, correct? So yeah, we can? Yes, we can. And there's a link on our Facebook page for that. This person is always appreciate appreciation for making us look good for a good party. So that would go away, <laughs> okay? <Hi. laughs> can I all right. Good
1: night, Miss Bob. All right. All right.
2: We'll take a quick commercial break. We'll come back with the tankers right back after this.
5: You're listening to...
0: The Steed and Night Talk Talk Show on EOTM Radio. Radio.
7: You're listening now. You're listening to The
0: The Steed and Night Talk Talk Show on EOTM Radio. Radio.
5: The Steed and Night Show, Monday nights. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com.
2: Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone that, well, I want to announce everyone that the EOTM Awards, the second annual EOTM Awards, uh, the nom- nom- commissions to be nominated are, begin on January 22nd. You can go to EOTMAwards.com for more information, but the show is going to take place. Uh, November 2nd this year. So I know last year the Stephen I Show was nominated. I was actually nominated as an artist. So definitely get your nom- nominations in and go to EOTMAwards.com for more information on that. All right. Now let's switch gears real quick. Let's see. Thicker Than Water documents the Tinker family who all live in the Nashville suburbs and what they call the Tinker Palace. Since November of last year, the Tankers have allowed cameras in their home, and millions of viewers to get a glimpse of their lifestyle. The family consists of former professional basketball player, musician turned pastor, Ben Tanker, his wife, first lady Jewel Tanker, and they have a blended family of five children: Marcus, Brooklyn, Brittany, Benji, Cyrene, and then the two daughter in laws, Letitia and Chanel, excuse me, and one grandchild, Diamond, who is Brooklyn's daughter. Pastor Ben and Mrs. Tinker donate their time as non-salary senior pastors of Destiny Center Church. Tonight, the cast joins us to discuss their experience thus far on their first season of Bravo TV, Stick in the Water. Now, I don't think we have all of them here right now, but right now we have Sirene and, uh, is it Diamond? No, I'm sorry, Brooklyn. Brooklyn and Sirene, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, how are you? How are you doing?
1: Hey, how are you doing,
2: I'm doing good. You're doing You know, I'm glad to have you on the show. Hopefully, the rest of the family will call in. I'm a fan of the show. I'm a fan of the show, and you know, I've, I've watched things that have gone on this season. Tell us about your experience. Uh, I'll start with you, Brooklyn, because I know you. You know, you you have your your hairline, and uh, you're working on a novel right now. That's what? Correct?
1: correct. It'll be launched this year.
2: Yeah, the Detour mm-hmm. of Destiny, and that kind of and that kind of you your uh, you know how you kind of went off track as you say, but how that experience helped you into the lady you are now, and 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 the path you're on. Is that correct?
1: Definitely, you're right on mark with that. It's just basically talking about my story and basically how God used what would have been looked you know, looked at as a tragedy, basically to be my victory and be my story. And it goes into the details beyond the surface, all about that.
2: Okay. Okay. And when is that coming out? Do you know?
1: I can't give you the exact day the, the deal is on the table, but it will be released this year.
2: Okay. Well, we definitely look forward to that. So, mm-hmm. us, for you, how has it been like having your life on on TV for for millions of people to see each week?
1: Um, you know, it's definitely been a growing experience for me. It's been a blessing. Um, you know, at first I was kind of hesitant, and you know, at the same time I was really enthusiastic about the opportunity because you know I actually landed the deal for the show, and I just you know I just really felt like my family's story needed to be told. People needed to mm-hmm. see my family on television. I felt like um, you know our transparency could help a lot of people out, and that's the result that we've gotten from the show. So I'm really happy that we made the decision to go ahead and go through with it.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And so you're the little girl. You're the youngest of the uh, of children. And, and tell us, you know, you, did you graduate high school yet or are you graduating this year? I graduated this year, actually, and a few more. Okay, okay. Yes. congratulations.
1: Congratulations.
2: Thank you. So I know we saw you go to prom, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this, year, this season. Tell us about how it is for to be in high school and be on TV.
1: Um. Well, actually, I'm homeschooled now. <laughs> okay.
4: Okay. Um, you Not know, being high
1: school. No. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't to escape anything. It wasn't to get away from this type of the other. Because I have a great group of friends already. Okay. A great support system. So it wasn't even like, oh, I'm scared to go to school. I'm scared. Da da da. No. It was. It was really scheduling because our schedule was already heavy as it is. Yeah. And, you know. Of course, having the show you know, there's even, there's more added to that. So, but being in school and, um, you know, it's it's cool because I think it, it teaches you to have to manage your personal life as well as, mm-hmm. you know, still dealing with, you know, everyday issues and everyday problems because it's, it's not easy being a little, you know, a teenage girl and then having the world thinking that they know everything right. about
4: you when, yeah. you know, yeah. no. <laughs>
2: Do you find it to be the case that people, because they see you on TV every day or every uh, week, that they think they know you because of the the, uh, 60 minutes that we get to see each week? Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Yeah. um, You know, a lot of people definitely just think, oh, you know. And and it's normal. Like, I I even am guilty of it from watching, you know, other TV shows. Like, I, I understand. So now I'm definitely a lot more Cautious about you know judging and because it's, it's nothing is really ever as it seems. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so
4: yeah.
1: It's just kind of like, um, it, it's okay. It's cool because I mean this this um, season has definitely helped me to develop tougher and thicker skin. Um mm-hmm. Just from you know comments or whatever. But I, right, I, yeah. other than that, it's been it's been an awesome experience, and I thank God for the opportunity. It's been a blast.
2: That's great, great. And, Brooklyn, I know that you and Veggie, you all had your share of rivalry, uh, you know, this season. Is there a rivalry between you two? I know you're a brother and sister, obviously, so you love each other. But what do you think about the what we see on TV?
1: You know, I think that you have a lot of siblings that have rivalry, uh, yeah, have issues absolutely. with different things like that. Um Definitely being in front of a camera elevates that. So if somebody Uh got a little bit of an attitude Mm -hmm. with you in real life, they got a lot of an attitude with you on camera life. (laughs) Exactly. And and so everything is, like, elevated to the max, and you never know how the cameras will change the dynamics of your relationship Mm -hmm. with people, you know. And also, whereas you might not respond to – Something or the way a person Thinks or says Or acts towards you If a camera's right there you're more prone to Respond
4: you know You feel
1: like you have to defend yourself You know and um, But at the same time it's like You want to stay true to yourself And I just know me personally I'm kind of like the I don't care dot com attitude You know it's like (laughs) I don't have time to entertain drama You know you know, get, take your feelings, put them in your pocket. That type of person I am, just, you know, just keep it moving. But the cameras make you deal with issues. Like, yeah. you can't just walk away. They're like, no, we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about this. And and a lot of times that talking turns into something else.
4: Right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or
1: yelling and different things like that. And you have to try to find out how to filter through that. And manage to still fight for your relationship once the cameras go off. Absolutely. You know. Yeah,
2: because I wonder if you get an argument on camera, and then when the cameras go away, how do you how do you rebound from that?
1: I mean, you just have to kind of like really have some real conversations. You like now look. You said this, and you did this, and I just don't see, you know, how this is logical. I just need to understand why, right? like, you have to really try to fight um, for that relationship to have that conversation because it's real easy to try to, like, shut down and just be like, I'm not dealing with him or I'm not dealing with her, bump them. But that's not reality because the reality is y'all have to still tape for the rest of the season.
4: Yeah. So so
1: the reality is that's still your family member. So, you know, I think me personally, you know, I want to try to live. Like, I feel like God wants me to live, and I feel like that's walking in love and trying to forgive. So at the end of the day, my goal is to walk in forgiveness and just, be the best person that I can be, and, you know, and hope that the other person does the same and they'll be able to meet on that common ground, regardless of what our differences is. Hopefully we can meet on that common
8: ground.
2: Is there a pressure, and sorry, Kansas, as well, is there a pressure of being a, a pastor's kid, you know, on TV? Is there more pressure because you're on TV and you're expected to always, you know, walk the straight narrow line, but, you know, we're all humans, so we make mistakes. Is there, do you feel pressure from that? Uh, of, uh,
4: course. of course.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because people yeah, judge, you know, was, people judge, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I would don't say. I pressure me.
4: at all. You say you don't I'm feel
2: talking, pressure, sir?
1: No, I think I think mom and dad actually do a good example of not really like, oh, you're a PK, you have to do this, you have to do that. If anything, it's society that exists. Yeah, you know. yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. Definitely, well, that's yeah, what I was
2: referring to because you know we do live in a and like you, you spoke earlier about a society where you're on TV. You know, this is the reality TV has taken over. We have some great shows, including yours. But there's a lot of judging and a lot of, you know, look what they're doing, look what they're doing. So I'm talking about that pressure. Do you feel the pressure from our society that you have to be on your p's and q's at all times?
1: You know, I, you do feel the, you do feel the pressure. The pressure is there, but it's about mm-hmm. how you deal with it. Like, I mean, you know, you, it's all type of different pressures. You know, and that's just another added pressure of life. So I feel right, like yeah. at the end of the at the end of the day you have to have thick skin, so you can't allow that pressure to cause you to collapse. You know what I mean? Right. It's, I mean, you know, for me not so much. Like I don't know. Like I, I don't and I think it's a part of me like growing up as well. It's kinda like you don't know that there's pressure until you realize there's pressure, if that makes sense. Okay. Like Okay. It's it's like I don't feel I'm. It's like I'm so like on me right now. I'm in such like a selfish season of my life, like trying to get like my my plans going and stuff. That it's like mm-hmm. the pressure that I'm getting is kind of coming from myself. Like I'm not really doing this for anybody but myself and like God right now.
4: Okay. Okay. okay.
2: What well, I was going to ask you because I'm, I've spoken to other reality stars and I know one he was just very displeased with the way that he felt like you know, the light he was shown on camera, uh, the editing that, that that takes place and whatnot. Have you been pretty pleased with how you all come off on camera? Uh,
1: some, sometimes, for the most part.
2: What about you, Brooklyn?
1: I couldn't hear you clearly say that again.
2: I'm, I said, I, you know, I've spoken to other reality stars, and I know one in particular, he just did not like the way he was portrayed on the show you didn't like the editing you felt like they edited him to look a certain way are you pleased with the way you you come off on
7: the show
1: um i cannot say that i dislike a lot of what they actually showed but i feel okay. like there were you know some missing pieces that they did not show you understand right. what i'm okay. saying okay like uh-huh. you yeah, know, had to put it. yeah for example like you know what you saw is me. I didn't never change for the camera, so therefore, what you see is what you get. But I think there's a surrounding piece that I always can connect the puzzle and show a picture more better in its entirety. Like for example, my relationship with my daughter. My daughter is my everything, and and when we're together, we are very affectionate towards one another, very loving. I think they showed a little bit of that, but just more so, just showing our relationship. I think they could have did a, a slightly better job at that, um, you know, it was some scenes, the way that they were portrayed, it almost made it look as if she was not, um, or, or uh, mm-hmm. is, is maybe she was pushed off or something, and that was totally not the case. Some of the timing was off on some of the shooting and things like that, yeah, but yeah. You know, too many details, but the bottom line is, you know, that's my pride and my joy, and so I, I think they could have did a better job of maybe painting in that picture, um, you know, and and that's the main thing. But I can't say it's anything that they shouldn't have shown on there. Maybe a bad hair day. That was about it.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. So oh, tell us what happens, what goes on when the cameras aren't rolling? When, when the camera crew is left with the taping for the day, what goes on after
0: that?
1: Um, I mean, I Brittany must lot lot have a casting crew of about 20 people pop up at our house. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a lot of people that it takes to put on this production because we have such a really big family. So it's a lot of people right, yeah. I think it's fair enough to say it's peaceful chaos, you know, because the chaos becomes normal after a certain point. The first couple of days, it's just like, oh, my God. It's a stand right, yeah, But then yeah, the yeah. it's is like, no, this is our life. It's just another day because two, three months in, it just becomes normal and you almost forget about the cameras at times. I was
2: going to ask you do, you, do you forget about the cameras? Because I, I know... This is yeah. The first season. You have you have forgotten?
1: Yes, you do. It's like after a while, it just it just kind of you just start doing you. Like it's honestly, it wasn't even weird for me because like the body count in our house ha- in our house is so high right. all Yeah. Time. Okay. And
4: okay.
1: so it's like just imagine those people with cameras, and it's just like you just start doing you. Like <laughs> you just.
4: So are you are you more
2: involved initially, and then as you know, as you get more into shooting, it's like it, it's whatever. To be
1: real, I don't like I'm work. I (laughs) on the show it definitely showed me. I think having a lot more of a filter than I actually do, just because of (laughs) uh, editing. But like really, Mm -hmm. I will say anything. And like my parents are the ones who like, okay, um, Sirene Brooklyn, be aware that you have a mic on. Or even the even the mic guys, okay, be aware that your mic is on. Um, Yeah, yeah. So it's honestly.
2: I'm going to say how I, what I feel. So Right, 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 right. Well, let's talk about some of the, uh, there has been some negative feedback. Uh, and I, I, I wanted to talk to your dad and your, and your mom about that, uh, but about a lot of the, you know, prosperity, uh, preaching. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know your dad set you, set you all down. He wanted to know what's your plan to become a millionaire. One thing mm-hmm. that I did find out, though, in doing the research is that his money, he's, he doesn't get paid from the church. So let's make that clear. Right. He does these nice salaries from church, and neither is, is your mother. What do you want to say to the critics who, you know, are in a sense judging you because of the money dialogue, the frequent money dialogue? What do I want to say
1: to the critics? I mean, honestly, it's, I mean, people, people, no, no matter what, people are going to judge you. Um, yeah. Just because, like, it, even if, they knew, like, let's say some people do find out that we don't have, that, Um, you know, they are volunteer pastors, but it still bothers mm-hmm. them if they're successful pastors. So,
4: mm-hmm. and it's just, mm-hmm.
1: like, I think the whole old religious church um, mindset is you're supposed to be broke. Like, you're not supposed to enjoy life. You're always supposed to be on the edge and, you know, praying to God for your breakthrough. But, like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, right, yeah. God, God has called us. I mean, no such thing. Well, he was told from those who live righteous lives, and I mean, we are people after God's own heart. So I don't see the problem when you know Beyonce and Jay Z and all these other people have all this money, and that's attractive. My thing is, I I think of it as a marketing strategy. Uh, why are you interested in Beyonce? I mean, she's fabulous. So let's give people like let's give people an introduction to Christianity. Like you're you're gonna look into us because, you know, you're seeing something different. But then once you right. get past what we have, once you get past our flaws, this, that, and the other, you'll just see that we're people who love God who are trying to get it together. Absolutely. So it's like if you can't accept you, that, God. then I really can't fight you.
2: Brooke, <laughs> <laughs> you have anything you want to say add to that?
1: Um, I think it boils down to three things. I think it boils down to religion, racism, and being unrealistic. Those three things, because those are the people who are complaining, the people who are religious, and they're caught up in the old school. The, uh, the more poor you are, the more impoverished you are, the closer you are to God. You know, mm-hmm. and then some people just don't believe black folks are supposed to have anything. They think we just supposed to be pop. <laughs> then you
4: well,
1: have uh, yeah. some people that you think, oh, okay, you know, you're a Christian, you're a man of God, you know, oh, he must be getting money from the church. It's just, that's just not realistic. You have to also look at the fact that he's contributed 25 years to the gospel music industry and made an entire mm-hmm. impact yeah. and created his own genre of music. So I think he deserves that. I don't think that should be taken away from him simply because he's a pastor. Anybody who has had as many platinum and go produced albums as he has right. deserves uh-huh. to live in the home with the square footage that we have. And I don't think that should be an, uh, um, an apologetic position. And I think that right. anyone who has a problem with it should kick rocks, and that's pretty much my
2: perspective on it. <laughs> And let me just say, touching your dance music career. They call him the, Godf- the Godfather of gospel jazz music. Uh, you know, he is the John's best-selling artist, producer of all time. So, you know, he has a lot of gold records, a lot of accolades. So, you know, he's earned his money. So we'll give, let me make sure that's clear, because I did not know that prior to researching the show. Now, yeah. uh, Benji, Benji and were uh, just uh, called in. How are you all doing? How are doing? Yeah. Huh, how are you? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Congratulations on uh the the official well, I guess you were already were married, but the, the actual ceremony, congratulations congratulations.
8: Thank, thank you. you, thank you. It was it was a it was a wonderful wedding. Yeah, it was it was very nice, very nice. Anything that we missed, uh, that wasn't on T V? Uh, I mean we had more fun. <laughs> I mean I say I mean no, I mean, it was more entertainment than they actually show. You know I mean, but you okay. know, it's, it's entertainment, so they gotta make it make it look good. But yeah, I, I think we had a lot of more fun party late, and everybody mm-hmm. was on time. <laughs>
2: hey, that's it's supposed to be. That's it's supposed to be. So uh, we we're just talking about the experience on the show this this uh, season, first season. Tell us about you know, as a married couple. Young, I mean, there a couple of your experience on
8: on
1: uh, thicker than water. It oh. brought us closer. You definitely have to have each other's back. Um, oh, okay. Because a lot of people, you know, you get criticized by social media and everything like mm-hmm. that. So just definitely, uh, you become each other's backbones. I mean, if you already weren't, you are were gonna become it then.
4: So, right. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: you know, it just brings you closer. You find out new things about each other that you never knew, even though you live with them every day. I mean, it's just something about being in being in the public eye that, you know, it exposes a lot. So you can mm-hmm. learn about yourself as well as the person that you're living with.
2: What about you, Benji? Man, she said, oh, I ain't She right said. That was good." <laughs> that was good. So, so I was wondering because I was having a conversation, uh, you know, about – people being so judgmental, and especially on social media, I mean, they go hard, you know, and people, they don't even know. How are you able to deal with negative criticism uh, when, when you see it like that?
8: Is that how we deal with it? Yeah. Uh, you don't know, look at it? You know, yeah, you, you can't look at it because, I mean, because the f- first thing, why you look at it? You know, why are you looking mm-hmm. at it? You know, I just feel like you you know, you know, when we have learned from, from my parents, the people who don't like stuff are going to talk and tweet, and people that do are going to sit back and watch and enjoy Because, mm-hmm. I mean, out of all, all four or 500 tweets that was hateful, you know, you still got viewership of, of, like, over 2 million, you know. So it, right, it, it don't yeah. add up. You know, you, you, can't, you can't find my social media, I think, you know. Right, yeah, uh, yeah. So, and, and really, I just learned just to, you know, you know, social media don't define me for 45 minutes. Don't define me. You don't know me after 45 minutes. You know, right. you know, a part exactly. of my life uh, of how they w- wanted want you to see my life. But you know, 45 minutes. You know, it's a lot more than ben- Benji. So that's why we get more seasons so y'all can see us grow and really see what we do. And me and Brooklyn, we love each other. We working together, but you know, <laughs> it's, you know, it's reality TV. Yeah. Well, I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask about because
2: I, Brooklyn spoke on it earlier about you know the kind of rival rivalry that you all have, which all siblings have, you know, in some form. So how would you describe uh, your and Brooklyn's relationship?
8: Me and Brooklyn really do love each other. Like people understand, we really love each other. We just like we just two alike. I'm a hustler, mm-hmm. she's a hustler. I'm a baller, she's trying to be a baller, and you know it's just like. It's like we well, she bought that car though. She
2: did buy that car when she wrecked the, uh, she wrecked
8: the other uh, <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's no, I mean, it's just me and Brooklyn got it, 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 it competition. Who's gonna be a millionaire first? You know, me and her mm. going head to head, like you know. But Brittany and Irene, them coming, but me and Brooklyn, we know ain't are trying to beat each other. You know, but at the at the end of the day, you know, we love each other. We got some brother and. You know, we do what everybody else do. You know it's normal. Right. Sometimes yeah. only back to fight they fight they sisters. We don't do all that fighting and right, right, arguing. Right,
2: yeah. Leave it at that. Let me. I'm gonna go through all four of you all. And you tell tell me your your uh, favorite moment from this season. Right, I'll start with with you, uh, Brooklyn. What's your favorite moment from this season? <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: okay, we got to see
8: Brooklyn. Hello? Yes. Is
4: it?
8: Hello?
0: Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah, it's Brooklyn. He asked, what was your favorite, your best moment of this season? My
1: <laughs> favorite moment of the season? yeah um of course, I'm gonna say my hair show,
4: right
1: oh, duh. <laughs> I mean, what else could I say possibly? <laughs> um, no that was like my favorite moment that was my favorite moment, basically because you know I had put so much work into that, and it came from a genuine place in my heart as far as my ambitions and my passions for the hair industry and to see part of my dream come to pass. You know, you guys got to see a few little like measly minutes of my show. Right, you really yeah. see the entire thing, but I mean, oh god, if you had been there. I mean, it was really like a New York Broadway production. I mean, it was just really wow. over the top and it, it was just a glimpse into my future, you know. It was like what between 5 and 100,000 people there and wow. you know, I'm just I'm excited because now I'm doing an actual hair show tour that's looking at going international. Just got contacted by an international company, a big player in the hair industry, and and now they're wanting to partner with my brand. And so God is opening so many more doors just from that hair show.
4: I mm-hmm. definitely have
1: to say that's my favorite part of the season.
4: Okay. Sorry?
1: Uh, well, I have many favorite parts of the season. To be real, uh, of course, I love the wedding because I love weddings. Um, <laughs> they're adorable, <laughs> and I love I love Brooklyn's chair show. That was really an awesome um, moment and a special moment for her and I, I think, as well. And uh, yeah, I'd have to say that's about it. Hey okay. Shireen, one more part. When we, I think when you apologized to me at the hair show too, that was like one of my favorite parts though, because you slick broke me down. I was done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've been doing that to a lot, a lot to each other lately, huh? <laughs>
2: yeah, baby. What about you, Sonata? Um, i would have
1: to oh, say you... the wedding. The um, wedding, yeah. And... Beautiful wedding, by the
2: way.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, I mean, I'm sure there was more moments, but I really can't think of any at the moment right now. Okay.
2: You,
1: <laughs> Mama Jewel is on the air, by the way.
2: Oh, she's doing great, great, great. great. Uh, Mrs. Tanker, how doing? you doing?
1: I'm doing great. How you
5: doing?
2: Um, I'm, I'm honored to have you on the show I to have your family on the show. You know, I was telling them as I uh of the out that I'm a fan of the show. I'm a fan of the show. I watch the show. Faithfully, I have it on my table. When I miss it, I go back and watch it. So, you know, me tell us about your experience on the show thus far.
1: Um, it's definitely been a real, real blessing. Uh, our family has definitely gotten closer
4: as mm-hmm. a result of
1: it. We went triple time in family meetings. As a mother, I was real, real, real uh, protective of all my children, making sure that they didn't begin to get sucked into, you know, just that whole reality TV drama. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. And all that craziness. And so it was real important for Ben and I both to make sure that everybody really loved each other, even though we get on each other's nerves,
4: you
1: know, <laughs> those things. So I think that was a big piece, a real big piece for me that everybody stayed emotionally and spiritually in place. And then also just, you know, um, pushing each other to be okay uh, with being transparent and being vulnerable, because it takes a lot of courage to be yeah, vulnerable, it does. and, it does. and really almost get naked, you know, before the yeah. public. you dealing with these things privately; not everybody know. And so, really, uh, making sure we didn't find our identity in Twitter timeline or Facebook, because it did have a few occasions where we had to just pull back, you know, and say, cry." Right, hey, yeah. So, I think those are some of the highlights of the show for me.
2: So I know that you and your sisters, you know, it was documented, you know, on the show that you all had to work through some some of the challenges that you faced. What is what is the relationship with, with you and, and your two sisters? Ooh, you have
4: to quit. You have to do it quick. Out. you know, me,
1: me and Janetta um are definitely very close. Janice, mm-hmm. we are still really just believing God for her. I think that um, I think that the whole um, TV piece, I think it was a business right. for her, okay. and I think which caused her to kind of lash out at me. And so what I did is say, hey, okay, let me take responsibility for what I need to take responsibility for. Let me just take responsibility for everything. Let me get, not even try to decipher. Yeah. Let me just take responsibility for it. And just tell her I love her, and so you know mm. I'll call, I'll text periodically. Sometimes she'll call back, sometimes she won't. But uh, we're pretty committed to loving her through, um, you know, loving her through it. I think she just realized we were all imperfect. I don't know. I'm not real sure what happened there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you. i, I, I asked that. I'm sorry, in Brooklyn, and uh, but I wanted to hear it from you and your husband. You know, there has been a little uh, back, well, some backlash about you know the financial aspect. Um, you know, prosperity preaching, and you know, um, Mr. Ben sitting down with the children, trying to figure out how they become become millionaires. What do you say to the uh, the critics when it comes to you all finances and and, and that type of conversation?
1: I, I would tell them first of all, we're free. We're free. Right.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're free at last. So Absolutely it's okay for African-Americans to have money. I mean, we did not get our money from the church at all. I mean, our church, Uh we only have like a couple of hundred people. We don't have this big mega ministry. My husband Mm -hmm. has 15 gold albums, six platinum albums. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've done seven figures in network marketing. I have a very strong and prosperous um, financial services business. I mean, we are very diligent. You know, my husband's been in the ministry for 25 years, so... He should have yep. a little something, something. So right. you know, we got to get our money from the church, and our lifestyle was this way before the church. Right, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So, so far, will that be
2: a season, too?
1: You know, we can't tell that, but uh will okay.
4: say okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and tell us, uh, I guess
2: I'll go through everyone that's on the line, tell us what's next for you, what to look out for, and if you're – tweeting, or, or, or where where we should uh, follow you. I'll start with you, Ms. Jewel.
1: Okay, so basically um, I just started recently writing a finance and business column for Jet Magazine, so that's been a real thing. Oh, thing. Wow. Awesome. Um, oh, yeah. Elevate 8 picked up some things on me, which is a part of TV1, on some financial things. Uh, my Millionaire's Book Club is coming up. I'll uh, be launching that with the ladies the first Monday of every month in March, uh, starting okay. in March. We'll be doing that for two hours. Ladies can go online and um, to register for that class. Again, it's a six-month class for one hour a month. And then my financial services uh, radio show called Where's My Money? And so I'm kind of like the black Susie Orman and, okay. and particularly talking to Pookie and them about getting their money together <laughs> and saving and investing. And, you know, we are not destined to be in debt. Um, and so, well, you know, talking to them about that. So those are some of the things that I have going on and, you know, pushing my children to continue to be the best that they can be. And, you know, absolutely. I'm I'm real big on telling them staying away from drinking and getting high and all that foolishness. Don't be a follower. Be a leader. Learn how to yeah. manage uh, pressure with the word of God. So those are kind of some of the things we got going on. And okay. I'm on Twitter, so, yes, absolutely. And what's the work we teach you? Huh?
4: Work we teach you?
1: It's at Jewel Tanker.
2: I had Jill thinking, okay. And uh Benji, what's next for Benji? Question, sir. What's next for you, Benji?
8: Uh man, what's next for me? Uh DJing, I'm right now I am in the process of uh getting a job at a radio station and okay. Congratulations. uh really me and Shanae are writing a book and I'm just really t- trying to just get my D things really going. I'm trying to do more corporate events this year. This is 2014. Uh, like, the clubs are cool, but I'm trying to do, like, uh, big time clothing stores, festivals, and more stuff like that, because that's, to me, that's where it really matters.
2: Okay. Shinada? Um,
1: Like Ben said, um, we do have our – we're working on our book right now. Um, I'm mm-hmm. going to be – out with um, a lingerie line. Um, oh, I really, wow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm really into fashion, but I really have, um, I just decided to go that way because I've just always liked that and designing it. So that's what I'm really pushing right now, and be on the lookout for that.
4: All right.
1: Well, it. Hey. Um, well, you can expect to see me on the platform for a broader brother's Coming up in February in Atlanta. Um, really excited about that opportunity. I'm um, doing a hair show tour and a pop-up shop tour right now, so taking more dates to add to the tour right now. Um, also, um, my book Deport to Destiny will be released this year. that deals on the table really excited about telling my story. Um, Just a lot of great things going on I'll be expanding my hairline into hair products So I have an argan oil based hairline product That will be launched this year as well To complement that So ladies can have products to take care of their hair with Um, Just a lot of different things I'm really excited And if you need to find me You can always go to brooklyntanker.com And my Instagram is At queenbrooklyn My twitter is At queen underscore brooklyn And I'm always willing to talk to my fans
4: all right. It's all right.
1: Um, Well, of course, college. I'm going to Howard University.
4: Uh-oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, as well as uh, I'm going to be pushing out a new single, actually, and within the next couple of months. as should be out this okay. year. Okay. Uh, I also
5: have
1: my own nail polish line, Sirene Levette Lacquer.
5: And that mm. will be
1: out. That's actually out on pre-order right now. And then um, I will also be – I'm also modeling, and I will be acting as well and working on some campaigns as well as starting my own online consignment shop.
2: Wow. Well, it sounds like y'all are doing big things and making big money. I'm going I'm to I'm uh, look at Miss Jules uh, about making the money. I'm going to look at her, a webinar, her show, her radio show. Well, listen, I want to thank you all for taking the time, and, and oh, congratulations! I saw you on the Stellar Awards. Congratulations on that, and I wish you all nothing but the best. And I'm counting, I'm putting it out there right now for season two. So I'll be looking out for you, okay?
1: Thank you.
2: All right, so could you thank have a you. Break? Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, we'll take a quick commercial break. break. We're we'll back with Steven's playlist.
5: You're listening to.
0: The Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio.
7: You're listening now. You're listening to
0: The Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. Radio.
5: The Steed and Night Show, Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com.
2: Well, now it's time to go on to see with playlist. As you know, we receive music from people all over the country wanting to be featured during the segment. Each week we select artists to put on our playlist, and tonight we feature independent and major artists, including Justin Aries, who was on last week, J. Cole, featuring TLC, and many more. And if you're interested in this feature, please email us at thesteveniteshow at gmail.com. Attach one or two songs, your bio, and one or two promotional pictures. And please remember that all songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing, and we definitely look forward to hearing from you. Now, the first song is from Justin Aries, entitled If I. Check it out, and enjoy Stephen's playlist. George.
0: George. With this again, yeah. I'm hoping that this time Ain't like my last time You say it ain't the It ain't the same thing But I heard it all before Inside I'm needing more Still I got so caught up Inside what we had So caught up in this love like that Yeah Maybe I'm just a sucker for this love, love, this love, love But if I give my heart to you If I give my soul to you I hope that this will last more than forever Oh, if I give my heart to you If I give my soul to you Baby, I hope that this will last more than forever. This forever. I've been ashamed of saying what we've had, I've been done before. I'm addicted to this pain in my veins, I want more. So lost and sign of madness, the same drug over and over. The- I need to break this, break this habit Because I'm showing I don't want attraction And we both know what will happen Love doesn't come with drugs act, So what I'm facing here is a the of life If I give my heart to you If I give my soul Give my heart to you If I give my soul to you Baby, I hope that this will last More than forever oh. Tell me lies, tell me lies Make it feel good Tell me lies, tell me lies Make it feel good Tell me lies, tell me lies Make it feel good Make it feel good, make it make it feel good Tell me lies, tell me lies, make it make it feel good, tell me lies, make it make it feel good. good that and Get it me, I've been thinking, I've been thinking Why can't I keep my fingers off you, baby, I want you, na-na Why can't I keep my fingers off you, baby, I want you, na-na The girls on ice, the girls on ice Feeling like an animal with these cameras all in my grill, flashing lights Flashing lights
4: You
0: got me pity, pity, pity Baby, I want you
9: To fix my grill cause I got money now I ain't gonna sit around in front like I ain't thought about it a perfect smile is more appealing but it's funny how this crooked look at how far I done got without it I keep my twisted grill just to show the kids it's real we ain't picture perfect but we worth the picture still I got smart I got rich and I got still and they all look like my eyebrows thick as hell love yourself girl or nobody will though you a woman I don't know how you deal with all the pressure to look impressive and go out in heels I feel for you, killing yourself to find a man that'll kill for you You wake up, put makeup on Stare in the mirror, but it's clear that you can't face what's wrong No need to fix what God already put his paintbrush on Your roommate yelling, why you gotta take so long? What it's like to have a crooked smile? I'm away, I'm away, I'm away down I'm away, I'm away, I'm away down this crooked smile. Well, was trying to keep me way down But like the sun, you know I'm Women with the flaws know it's hard, my darling You wonder why you're lonely and your man's not calling You keep falling, fitting them cause you're insecure And when I tell you that you're beautiful, you can't be sure Cause he don't seem to want you back and it's got you asking So all you see is what you lack and not what you packing Take it from a man that loves what you got The baby girl, you a star, don't let him tell you you're not Now is it real? Eyebrows, fingernails, hair Is it real? If it's not, girl You don't care, cause what's real Is something that the eyes can't see That the hands can't touch, that them bras Can't be in that shoe Never let them see your friend And if you need a friend to pick you up, I'll be around And we can ride with the windows Down, the music loud I can tell you ain't laughing a laugh But I wanna see that cookie smell I'm away, I'm, away, I'm away, down I'm away, I'm away style on them. Cook a smile with your style on him. You were the one that was trying to keep me way down. Like sun, no, you know, I'm way back. We don't look nothing like the people on the screen You know the movie stars, picture perfect beauty queens But we got dreams and we got the right to chase them Look at the nation, after crooked smile Braces couldn't even straighten Seem like half the race is either on probation or in jail Wonder why we inhale, cause we inhale already I asked if my skin pale, would I didn't sell like Eminem or death Well one more time for the veil, and pick all of that beast Let's make a meal. Hey, officer, man, we don't want nobody getting killed. Just open up that cell. Let my brother out of jail. I got money for the bell now. And well now? If you're asking, will I tell now? Hey, hell nah. I ain't switching because, man, they get a stitches now. If you was around, and you wouldn't need a the now. How you like this freaking smash? I'm away, I'm away, I'm away down.
2: And then with we'll the playlist, I want to thank our special guest, the Taker family, for being on tonight. We appreciate their interview and their honesty. Uh, and for you listening at home, I we'll definitely appreciate it. We're we'll back next week. Next week we're getting fit, y'all. The summer, summer is coming up. We've got to get right. So join us next week for that. Have a great week. God bless.